When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan. We have amazing offers available across the new and pre-owned Renault, Dacia and Opel range. And a car finance specialist on site to arrange a finance package that suits your budget. Low APR and zero deposit packages available. See blackstonemotors.ie the heat is on yes it certainly is oh, I can feel the heat again today it's got warm hasn't it? a little bit of a dip yesterday and I think it's going to dip possibly for the rest of the week but it's lovely today hope you're enjoying the gorgeous heat wherever you are this afternoon welcome to late lunch we have lots of guests to meet and chat for you over the next couple of hours my story of artists of the week take that continues with a cracking song Sinead Burke is here with more of her banter we'll be talking to Tony Conlon motoring man and he's concentrating on the new all-electric Skoda today. Deirdre Kinnahan is back on late lunch. It's been all too long. She's a brand new player. She's brilliant. But she's had a tough time herself recently talking to Deirdre on the show after two. And I really do hope you need these numbers today. I'll give them to you again. 086-1800-658. That's the WhatsApp or text number. And you can call in at 1850 And I forgot to mention, we have the House Proud Furniture Competition as well. €500 Euro gift voucher to uh, give away at the end of the week. We have five qualifiers each day. We have one in already for Monday. And we'll be playing musical chairs with you in a little while. Louise, last week, wasn't it, we were chatting about Weetabix and the shortage of Weetabix that may be this coming summer. And you said you loved them, didn't you? I love Weetabix. And I said, well, I wasn't fussing them at all. But it set us thinking, didn't it, about breakfast cereals and breakfast time. And, you know, when we got chatting myself and Louise, it brought me back to the time when there was a dash for the breakfast cereal box. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was lucky because my older sister was just too old for them and my younger sister was too young. So I think it was just me. I just ripped the box open, find the biggest bowl, empty it all in, go through it like uh, something out of the Halloween, you know, trying to find the, the ring or something. So it was all mine. So you were privileged I never in, actually your, had a fight. in your home. But in many homes, there had to be a little more detente. But I know what you're saying. Yes, we're talking about the toys or the gifts that came in your cereal box years ago. Do you remember them, folks? Do you remember these little trinkets we were talking about and the excitement that it brought to your life? They were innocent times. They really were. But you're right, Louise. You know, <laughs> I can tell you little stories. I... 
I'd open the box and get the fist down in through the cornflakes of the crispies. Now, no washing your hands or masks or anything then and search about for the toy and try to whip it out before uh, somebody else got it. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, that was one way. Rip it open, fire them out and take everything out. But I know people, it was sort of methodical with them. If there were a number of children, you poured and it was your turn. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the gift fell out. It was yours. But you know what we're talking about, folks? Do you remember these toys in your cereal boxes? Louise, they ha- there's hardly anyone out there has them, has a toy from the cereal still. Because you know what? They stopped. I was just looking there. 2009. That's a while ago. Kellogg's. It's not that long. I was sure it was way before that. that yeah, 11 years ago. But 11, 12 years ago, Kellogg stopped with the wee toys in the boxes. But it wasn't just toys. Do you remember the cutouts? Cutting out from the boxes. Oh, the masks. Did you do that? Yeah, it was. I think it was only. I can only remember it on Frosties, and I must have really wanted one because my mother would never have Frosties in the house. It was mm. only. But you had it on the box, the face of Tony the Tiger, right? And you had to cut around it, and then you had a mask, and you just put on a piece of string, and away you, you went. Were sorted for Halloween. Yeah, there were there were cutouts, there were giveaways. There's still giveaways today. I know that uh, you can win vouchers and things. Do you know what I remember? I remember one in particular, uh, and I was trying to dig into my. Deep memory, which is not easy. Uh, uh, but I remember picking up a bike reflector in one of the Kellogg series. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That goes on the spokes of the wheels. And when you put them on, they clack. They make a clicking oh, yeah. sound on, on the spokes. And they reflect as well. I remember those. That was a good prize. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't a bad little thing. But you know what I was thinking, Louise? Would it... Would it generate the same excitement no. today? Because no. no, I don't think so. Because you know what, Louise, we just had Christmas and perhaps our birthday, and mm. in, in my day especially yeah. anyway, that you might Christmas and your birthday you'd get gifts or something. And these little things were a delight. Yeah, now a delight. Uh, yeah, they wouldn't any attention at all. I, no. Maybe for a four or five year old, mm. possibly. But yes. apart from that, no, I don't think anybody'd want them. Yeah, and I, I, I think it's the thing that, and, and I know they were withdrawn. They say for health and safety reasons. You know that uh, that that the whole they area. Swallow them in case anyone yet would swallow them out of the flakes inadvertently or things like that. But I really think deep down the reason is what I'm talking about there. That the the joy, the surprise. The unusual nature of them, even though they were tiny, is gone now. 2009, I suppose video games, screens were all coming in at that stage. And it's Christmas every day now for an awful lot of children, to be honest with you. Anybody out there remember the gifts in the cereal boxes? You're listening to what we're chatting about today. Come on, we'd love you to join in. Is there something you got from a cereal box that triggers something with you that you remember Hardly anyone hardly has anything still from the cereal boxes, would they? Oh eight six eighteen hundred six five days. Maybe they were once pencil toppers. There was another one. Oh, they you, were cool. There was a breakfast spoon topper as well. You know that you put on your little breakfast spoon as well. I remember those. But look, have you got? Will there be any chance anyone has anything from the cereal boxes, or do you recall them? A gift you got. Oh eight six eighteen hundred six five eight. WhatsApp or text me to the show eighteen fifty seven one five nine five eight if you'd like to call in. Louise, you being the queen of hoarding, you've <laughs> got to have something. Come on, am I right or wrong? Have you anything? It was a little bit different than. What what was in the box. Okay. You sent away for it. She has something. She, she has something. She has. Go on. <laughs> Go on. It was a tape from Weetabix. And a I was tape? About 90, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing about 1995 or so. Yeah. And um, at the time, if you remember, Weetabix had a, like, characters. Yes. Like there was 
brains and different names on them. So there was, I think, four or five tapes that mm. you could send away. You saved up so many vouchers and you sent away post and packaging. OK. And then you forgot about them and like three months later it landed on, on, on your door. <laughs> and they were great. It's a bit like that, what do you call it, that thing online today that you order from and it might arrive up. Wish, is it? Oh yeah, wish, yeah. yeah. Six <laughs> months later. You wish it comes. But have you, have you got the tapes? Uh, I have one. Yeah, and it's um, it was the brains. Brain needs no explanation, really. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but on it, there was four tracks, two okay. on each side. Go on. So um, it was Bananarama. Yeah. Robert De Niro's waiting. ABC, the look of love. Yes. Um, and the other side, I wasn't that mad. Books fizz. If you can't stand the heat, and then there was I think the Thompson twins. Hold me now. Uh, no, something detective. We are detective okay. or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, listen to this. Listen great. to this. We have news from you. Yes, our listeners today already. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I really am. Hi, Jerry. I saved tokens from Readybreak to get a spoon. I think it was about nine or ten. And I still have it at 42 <laughs> years of age. Yay! Send us a picture. WhatsApp us in a picture or something of it if you have it, would you? WhatsApp it into 086-1800-658. I am just thrilled even to hear that from a listener today that somebody is something that they picked up in the cereal box all those years ago. Isn't that just marvellous? Have you anything still? Louise has the tape. She has the little tape from the Weedabix. Of course, I have nothing. I probably edited her. Threw it out or did something. Threw it off the it. roof. Yeah, or <laughs> <laughs> that was AAA. Reserve that for action, man. Don't do him any this this service. Anyway, it all began with Weetabix on the show last week. Yes, chatting about Weetabix, yeah. didn't it? It really did. And, and actually, on that chat, you said you would try Weetabix. I know you were saying it's disgusting and it's horrible and it's oh, bland. Oh, jeepers, but you did say you'd mention it with, what did you tell me now? Was it custard? <laughs> I did. Did you go home and try it? Uh, oh no! I think so. Oh no! Look what's coming my way! Oh, she's caught me on the hop. Will you look what's coming in from Studio Two? I don't believe this. How did you keep that from me? Oh my God! Look what's after being popped there under the table. Listen, listen. A box of uh, a box of Weetabix. A box of luxury. I couldn't resist it, Jerry. Mustard and listen. A bowl and a spoon. Have I to do it? Have yeah. I to do it now? I want to oh see you going green. <laughs> oh, here we go. It's all the fashion now anyway to will put I, will stuff I, on Weetabix and eat it. Will I open the Weetabix? I do, I do want to say about Weetabix. Listen, Weetabix is loved up around the world by millions. It's just not my taste and things. But listen, people love it. Hold on. Here we go. The Irish Popeye. Loads look, of iron. Look at all the little bit of crumbs and everything. Okay, one, one, one Weetabix in Just two. one. Hold on, give me a break, will you? Let me try one for that. Now, let's... There, I'm just clicking open the seal on the custard. I'll eat the rest of the custard oh, if you don't want geez, to. I love custard, I have to say. Now, here we go. It's lovely and yellowy. And it is Avonmore Luxury Fresh Custard. Nothing like it for our Louise. OK, custard on Weetabix. Lid back on custard. Spoon into Weetabix. Let's have a little listen. Do you hear that? Oh, I expected some of it to go oh, flying yeah. across the you, studio. You can hear. Well, it's actually <laughs> gone flying everywhere. It's <laughs> a good thing about the milk. It soaks it up. Makes Eamon, it Eamon, now, this looks... It's, it, it's dry, as you can mm. imagine, with a little custard. Let's go. Mm. Are you converted? 
Ladies and gentlemen, on your late lunch, my wife's always giving out to me about talking with grub in my mouth. Can't stop talking. Anyway, in the, year, in the year of our, <laughs> in the year in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty one, on June the seventeenth, Jerry Kelly, presenter of Late Lunch on LMFM Radio, is now the biggest fan ever of Weedabix. Are you really? Are you just saying the, that? It's absolutely gorgeous. Oh, hold on, hold on. I want to have another one. Really? Louise, do you know what that is? Now you have it. Now I know. Crunchy custard. Yeah, it's the crunchy of... No, no, no soggy Weetabix. Crunchy Weetabix and the sweetness of the custard. It's absolutely perfect. Eureka! So is it your new lunch... Wait until I tell you, I'd have that any time of the day. I'd supposed to be a bit mad for breakfast, isn't it? It's so good. Hey, listen, it's so good. I'm going to People were putting fruit and just mm. yogurt on it. Mmm. Jam. Oh, my God. I just love that. Mmm. OK, we're going to try shredded wheat next. <laughs> now, listen, you've had a win here with me. A big, big win. What would you eat with shredded wheat? Don't push your luck. <laughs> Well, I suppose fruit or something like that. But I have to say, honestly, folks, we, Louise, well done. Well, you caught me on the hop. I didn't know what was coming. I didn't think you'd do it. Arthur, listen, anything. No, Try anything at least once. But look, look at the crumbs all over the desk. I'm going to have to sort this out in a minute. Anyway, <laughs> custard and Weetabix, folks, is a big hit with yours truly. Let's I really it love it. I think the contrast is marvellous. It really is. There you go. She's a villain, that Louise. Well, there you go. I thought she'd forgot all about it. But she didn't. I'm delighted. No, because normally when you say something, you'd go home and do it straight away. And you normally say it on air the next day. So I just bided my time. You did. And bided your time really well. And was so timely. The messages are coming. You're remembering what we're talking about on late lunch today. Hold on. I just pick out a couple of them here that have come to us. Let me see what you're saying. Jerry, do you remember mini frisbees coming in the cereal? Mini frisbees in a cereal box? I, I, I can't say. I, I, I do. I don't remember. Ricicles. Do you remember Ricicles? Yeah, the yeah. Dessert? Ricicles, Jerry, I know, gave out these little pipes. And if you kept a few of them and put them together, you'd have a pan pipe. You know the pan pipe thing that you'd oh. see guys playing? Right there, sir. That one is absolutely new on me. With an elastic band, is it? Or... Um, not sure. Anyway, back to the bicycles. Yes, Honey Nut Loops uh, had those uh, bike clackers, Jerry, for the sp- spokes of your bike. Now, maybe I was a little bit confused. The reflectors I got as well. Uh, that's it. Maybe I'd say that listener is absolutely right. The clackers might have been different, but I thought the reflectors. It's a clack- uh, it makes that sound when you put them on the spokes of your wheel. You oh. understand? So that's uh, one there coming from a listener today. No name on that. Bike clackers, Jerry. Honey Nut Loops on the spokes of the bikes I did get the reflectors and remember putting them maybe they were a safety thing you know what I mean the safety that the reflector would be on the wheel of your bike if you're out in the evening time or things like that Um, Corgi miniature vehicles Corgi miniature vehicles with a cereal and you turned the box of the cereal into a village and you drove the little mini vehicles round the village brilliant what 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 cereal was that with what cereal was that Joe, what cereal is that? Come back to us if you can on that one there, please. And another one there saying, uh, yes, uh, I remember when I was over in the UK on holidays and Wallace and Gromit figures coming in cornflakes. 
I remember, I vaguely remember Wallace and Gromit, yeah. Yeah, they're flying into us here this afternoon. Keep them coming. Your cereal memories. What did you find? Do you remember finding these little gifts, tokens or whatever in the cereal boxes? Let us know. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text us to the show. 1857-15958 if you'd like to call in. I'm going to leave you for a minute. I'm finishing off this Weetabix and custard. I'm bringing the rest home. <laughs> Sure am. Oh, they're flying in and WhatsApp to us. The pictures. Look at this one. My collection of dogs from Kellogg's Cornflakes. And we have her on the line. Hello, Anne. Hello, Jerry. How are you? Oh, my word. I'm better for talking to you today and seeing this wonderful picture you've sent to us. Tell us the story about them, will you? Oh, well, I just started collecting them, I suppose, in the early 90s. Hmm. Yeah, and then my son went to secondary school and he made that little frame for me. So I just put them all along on that and I have it in my bedroom. Oh, it's gorgeous. Your son is handy, obviously, uh, with the... Uh... Yeah, well, he was only like in secondary school. He was only yeah. about 13 or 14 at the time. Lovely. What's his in name? In the World class, yeah. What's his name? Alan is his name. Good yeah. man, Alan. It's a lovely little make and one you'll always have. Now, I'm just trying to count along the shelves. There's a lot of different dogs there. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you how many was there. And I actually got a doll one time with um, a cat in it, a death cat. Yeah. So I have that stuck in there. And I used to be <laughs> saying to my grandchildren, can you pick out the cat on the shelves? We used to have great fun with that. Yeah, yeah. And, and tell me, collecting these, was it a question of uh, taking tokens from the box and sending them off? Or did these come in the no, box? Yeah, they were in the box. In the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the cornflakes. And yeah. uh, that was in the 90s. As I mentioned earlier on, actually, they stopped in uh, the year 2009, actually doing them all together. But yeah. Aren't, aren't yeah. They, I have to say, there's every breed of dog there, and they're so nice, aren't they? Yeah, they're beautiful. I love them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my grandchildren say to me now, who's going to get them when you die? Who are you going to leave them to? <laughs> 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 good God. more valuable than anything. Yeah, doesn't it just show you? But listen, mind them and treasure them and take care of them because they are so special. And I have yeah. to say, um, I wouldn't have been familiar with them until you sent into the picture there and to have a look at them. But they're beautiful. They really yeah. are beautiful. I have to say that. And well done to you for collecting them yeah. all. You have some collection there. And they yeah. will. I can tell you this while you're on at me. Uh, I, I was just doing a little more research on this. Uh, there are some collectors uh, very interested, do you know this, in these collections oh. as well. And I was looking at, um, it, I think it's one though from the States uh, where they were given away. And if you had the boxes with each of the figurines in them unopened, you could retire for the rest of your life. What about oh, that? My God. In terms yeah. of value. Yes, yes. <laughs> the value that's in them. There's huge value in these yeah. as well. But anyway, yeah. thank you so much for uh, talking to us on the show today, Anne. Really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. And enjoy your collection. Much, Take care yeah, of yourself. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Isn't she lovely? We're getting lots of pictures of bowls as well on WhatsApp. People picking up... Uh, let me see now. Let me have a look at them here. They're flying into us here as I speak. They're going too fast for me to hold on to them. Here's one here. Yes. Uh, Jerry, my children's two cereal dishes from Kellogg's. I sent away for everything going. My daughter Gillian's dish... She's 39 tomorrow <laughs> and I'm looking at them here. Snap, Crackle and Pop is one of them for sure. And Gillian, the name actually, Gillian, is on one of those di dishes there. Thanks a million. We have another Anne on the line. It's Anne from Kells. Hello, Anne. 
Hello. Hello. Hi, Anne. How are you? I'm fine. And yourself, Sherry? Uh, uh, I'm really good. The bowls. Are they your bowls I'm talking about there or are they different ones? No, they're my bowls, yes. They're your bowls. Tell me the yes. story of the of the Gillian bowl. The Kellogg's, Kellogg's bowl? Yes. The Kellogg's bowl was, we collected them and we had to send off to Kellogg's for them. I actually did have six. Uh, I have one now and there's one in my mother's. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> and they are the uh, snap, crackle and pop ones, are they? Uh, no, no, it's just no, it's just Kellogg's that's rotting them. It's the cornflakes one. It's the cornflakes one. Hold on, yeah. when I get that here. Yes, I see it now. I have you. I have it's it. The Weetabix one now as well. Yeah, yeah, but I see the the su- Kellogg's the Sunshine Breakfast. Uh, that's right, yes, That's Jerry. your one there. That's your. Yeah. And, and tell me the little vehicles in the next picture you sent to me there. What are those? They are. There's one with the Kellogg's. Uh, cornflakes I actually got them from Kellogg's as well we collected those so we did Uh, I collected all six so I did yes six little yeah we done away with the little boxes my son done away with the little boxes but we kept the vehicles I took the vehicles off them (laughs) oh brilliant and I see a Weetabix one a Weetabix the 70th anniversary bowl you have the Kellogg's the sunshine breakfast and you have the little vehicles as well from going back what 36 years well, they're about 30, so my son is 30, 36. Yeah. And we collected them before, round about that time they were Yeah, out they were. yeah. Oh, you know what? You've made me day. You have. I just keep <laughs> saying it. You really have, and You have. You're lovely. Thanks so much for sending us in the pictures and continue to mind them, love them and enjoy them. We will indeed, Jerry. Thank you very God much. God bless you, Anne. Take care of yourself. Bye bye. That's Anne Gilson in there speaking to me from uh, Court Town in Kells this afternoon. Keep your memories coming of the gifts of the bowls or anything else with your breakfast cereals. Here's this one from Louise's Weetabix tape. Yes, it's Bananarama. And Robert De Niro's waiting. Oh, she's getting all flushed in there. She's getting all flushed. Oh, you're great, Caroline. Hello to Caroline Burke again today. Sent us in some lovely uh, pictures of her Kellogg's mini vehicles, which she picked up in the cereal boxes. Jerry, we collected the, the, the uh, tokens with Weetabix until we had enough to get a Kodak camera. Wow. It was big back in the day. It didn't arrive for about a month. So my dad complained and a week later it came. And the week after that, another one came. <laughs> Two for the one set of tokens. I won't ask, did you send it back? Uh, we'll leave that for another day. Luke's been on to say, uh, here's a picture, Jerry. Look at these. He has 10 reflectors and he has them from the time he got them in the cereal boxes. They had no bikes at the times. Uh, so no bikes and they collected the reflectors. Isn't it brilliant? So they used them as badges on their jumpers <laughs> going into Joey's school in Fairview in Dublin. Fair play to you, Luke. Jamie's been on. Look at these, Jerry. I can't remember which cereal I got them in. The Simpsons. I think you got them in the Frosties. Uh, Ready Breck, 40th year bowl. Oh, isn't it just something else? And Antoinette, be proud of it. Keep it safe. Tony the Tiger Bowl. Yes, it's a terrific one. It is indeed. Keep them coming to us. We love it. We're talking about gifts you picked up in your breakfast cereals through the years on late lunch this afternoon. Now it's competition time. 
because House Proud Furniture Northlink Retail Park in Dundalk they have their super sale of the century on now. If you want great furniture, then House Proud is the place to go. They also accept shop local vouchers. They have everything for your home and they'd be delighted to have a chat with you. Drop into them. They're open 9.30 till 6, Monday to Saturday and 1 to 6 on Sundays. I have a €500 Euro gift voucher to give away at the end of the week for House Proud Furniture. And we're playing musical chairs on late lunch this week. You know musical chairs, the music starts and by the time you stop... One person won't get a seat. Well, I want one person to get a seat and more on late lunch this week. So you know the drill now. We'll play the week clip and when it stops, I want you to tell me. Jump at it. Go straight away. What is the next word in the song? What is the next word in this song? And it's a WhatsApp only competition today. This is for WhatsApp only 086 658 And the 10th person in with the correct answer will go forward to Friday's draw. Hit it, Louise. Walk out what? <laughs> Come on, it's an easy one. WhatsApp, quick to get in. Number 10 is in the draw on Friday, 086-1800-658. What is the word I'm looking for? The next word in that Gloria Gaynor song. And we'll tell you who's through uh, as we move on through the show this afternoon. It's been all too long since I've spoken to my next guest and my has there been water under her bridge in that time. If I mention Bog Boy, Moment, Halcyon Days, just an example of the wonderful work from playwright Deirdre Kinnan. And she's back with a new one called The Saviour and she's had some journey in her life in recent years. Deirdre, hello again. Hello, Jerry. How are you? Lovely to chat to you again. Oh, it's great to have you back with us. It really, really is. You've been through the mill. Through the wars. <laughs> I suppose, like us all, though, in fairness, in the last 18 months between COVID and all the rest. But, um, yeah, yeah, I uh, I was diagnosed with, with, with breast cancer in 2018 when I was kind of in, uh, you know, at the height of my powers, kind of, career-wise and just turned 50 and had a big party and was sailing off into the next 10 years of life and um, yeah, then just got stopped in my tracks. It can, it can happen. Oh, it can happen to any of us. Indeed it can, Deirdre. And you had a tough time with the chemo. You had radiation as well. The chemo was really difficult. Very difficult, yeah. You know, it's brutal, but um, uh, hopefully uh, very effective, you know. I mean, it's, it's, it's journey that I don't think anybody in Ireland hasn't been touched by either, you know, kind of through family or or themselves, you know, and um, yeah, it, it, it's a brutal year, it really is, and you've got to take the year out, you, you know, in, in terms of just going with the treatment, but you're in great hands and really, really well looked after, and I suppose my prognosis was always pretty good, mm. so I just kind of went with it, and and. And seem to have, um, you know, regained the energy and creativity and va-va-voom fairly quickly. So thank God for that. 
Ah, oh, thank God indeed. You're not on speaker there, Deirdre, are you? No, the old mobile is just a little bit dicky. No, you're not on speakerphone. No, I, I'm not on speakerphone. You're grand. I have you up to the ear, all right. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I have you there now. That's in. Yeah, that's so no, that's, that's better now. So you're clearer there. Anyway, um, I wanted to uh, say to you, uh, good wishes and you're uh, emerging the other side now and you're back with this new play. Is it true that aspects of this, The Saviour, were written when you were going through that journey you spoke about there now? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, this was a play that was kind of rolling around in my head for a number of years, you know, kind of um, just looking at, at, at who we were as, uh, as a people and the kind of huge changes, uh, seismic changes in, in social and cultural and political life, really, in the last 20 years. And I, I was kind of thinking about all of that and you know, the kind of crisis of Catholicism and how we were coming out of it. And I had started writing the, the play about this that kind of deeply religious woman. And um, just before I, I found out I had cancer and, you know, I kind of had to take some time out, as I said. And then as I was kind of coming up out of the stupor of treatment, I had uh, a couple of projects that people had very kindly said, do the we put them on hold, we'll wait, we don't think you're going anywhere, we're going nowhere, you know, come back to us in your own time. So The Saviour was one of the ones I kind of came straight back to, and I was in Luke's in town, you were getting radiotherapy, and that just didn't seem to bother me at all. Like, the chemo nearly killed me, the surgery was hell as well, but thank God the radiotherapy, uh, you know, my, my skin and my body uh, just seemed to be able to manage it. So I was staying up. They have a lovely kind of lodge out the back that you can stay in, and it's a lovely part of Dublin. So I'd get my treatment in the morning, go for a little walk on a snooze or whatever, and then write in the afternoon, because otherwise I would have been bored out of my mind, because I wasn't sick, you know. Mm. And then I'd go off and meet some friends in the evening. So that actually wasn't a tough part of the, the treatment at all. And you're also near the end of it. So there was a real feeling of, my God, bells are going to ring when I finish this one. <laughs> Good on you. And uh, the play itself, it's a two-hander, Marie Mullen and Brian Gleeson, directed by Louise Lowe. And really, it, it is about a reflection of Ireland over the past 30 years. And this woman in her mid-60s, who's probably feeling a little guilt that she's enjoying life, and especially from a sexual point of view. Yeah, that's it. I mean, the whole play takes place in kind of real time. It's it, it's it's one morning when we meet Moira and, you know, she she was uh, brought up in a very strict, uh, pious, unforgiving Ireland. And her children inhabit a very new, different Ireland, you know, a far more kind of progressive and liberal Ireland. And sometimes they're at loggerheads, you know, because she's kind of lost in this, this new freedom. Yes, there's an element of it that, that she has taken to as a widow, she's met a new man, and this new man in her life is kind of bringing great warmth and joy into to, to what feels like a, now a very lonely household. But on the morning that we meet her, her son calls around, and he has found out something about this individual that, 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 that makes her relationship with him very difficult. And, and, and the two of them kind of have uh, a confrontation, and... Um, it's quite delicious and quite funny and quite brutal and quite traumatic all at the same time. So it's a real roller coaster uh, of emotions, you know. And, and, and as I said, it's very much about 
us as a people and who we are and how we've kind of started to grapple with our past and, you know, the, the, the great horror of institutionalization and mags and laundries and mother and baby homes and all the rest of it. Because this woman, Moira, she, was, she spent five years of her life in a laundry and she's traumatized by it, but also quite deluded. You know, and 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 you kind of love her and loathe her all at the same time. So she's quite a fascinating character, brilliantly performed by Marie Mullen. And then Brian Gleeson is just incredible. He's a really kind of dignified um, man who's just trying to keep his feet on the uh, on the ground and 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 trying to maintain um, a loving relationship with his mother, despite the fact that they disagree fundamentally on a, on a lot of issues. Mm, so a, um, it's a really fast, funny, ferocious play. It's, it, it's very gripping, even though I say so myself. And it really is a tour de force for two performers. And boy, do these guys deliver. <laughs> mm, oh, they do. And it's already uh, being w- eagerly anticipated in the world of theatre as well. Can I ask That's you, it's scary. being uh, streamed uh, uh, now as a part of the um, the Cork Midsummer Festival, right? Um, That's right. What do you make of streaming of theatre? I was really curious to f- have your take on this because you know how much I'm a a fan of live theatre and so many are and how we've missed it so much this last 15 months. What do you make of the coming together of technology and theatre? Well, I have to say, I mean, I'm with you entirely. There's nothing like being in the theatre and and not only seeing, hearing uh, and experiencing, but just feeling the energy between uh, actors and, and that liveness, you know? So, but what I have to say is, like, in the last 18 months, I have been selective about what I've used. Certainly, like, the old Vic did a brilliant in-camera series. And what was different about what they did and what's different about what we're doing with The Saviour is you're not watching, watching a film version of the play. This play is being performed on Saturday and Sunday in The Everyman. And we have a suite of cameras around it. So when you buy your ticket and you log on and hopefully cast it up onto your television or whatever and, 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 and to watch it, you are watching a live performance. Marie and Brian are there. So it's just instead of sitting in the auditorium, you're like a spirit in the sky. You're looking at them kind of through this scope. So, so you are experiencing a live event. Mm. And I think what's good about this is because we, we knew theatres weren't going to be open and we wouldn't be able to have audiences in there. From day one, we conceived it that way. While the play was written as a staged performance, and you very much know that this is a play, we always knew we were going to play it to camera. So Louise and the actors have rehearsed it in such a way that they know that they are speaking into a camera and kind of through that reaching out to you in your living rooms. And I think when it's done that way, it is, you know, quite an extraordinary new form. So I'm very excited about it. I I don't think it's going to replace, but I do think it's here to stay. And I think it will be a part of uh, the kind of the theatrical canon because like people like my dad is 92 and finds it very difficult to hear in theatres and all the rest, sitting down with a laptop and a pair of earphones and screen in front of them. So it's fantastic, you know? So, um, 
Yeah, look, at the, it is what it is and it is streaming and I just want to remind listeners again that if you want to watch or book it live or it'll stream as well uh, from the 21st to the 27th after the uh, two showings, corkmidsummer.com is where all the details are. That's corkmidsummer.com. Deirdre, listen, great to catch up with you. Wish you well and we'll talk again. I'm not going to leave it as long, I promise you. Love you, Jerry. I hope you and your family and everyone in Ireland are pretty well. Take we, care. Thanks we, so much for your interest. Not at all. Take care, Deirdre. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's Bye. the wonderful Deirdre Kinnahan there from uh, County Mead, living in County Mead for years. Apologies, uh, the mobile was just uh, getting a little hairy at the end there. But uh, look, she's a wonderful lady. I, I've been to quite a number of Deirdre Kinnahan's plays in theatre and I just say again, I can't wait to get back to theatre. It's one of the most enjoyable nights you can have to go to a live theatre performance. But the likes of Bog Boy, I say it again, Moment, Halcyon Days. And this one, when this one goes on the road, don't miss it. It's called The Saviour, a new one by Deirdre Kinahan. But you can watch it stream there, as I mentioned a moment ago, in conjunction with the Cork Midsummer Festival. OREM, losing my religion on your late lunch. This Tuesday afternoon, Art Gillen Castle. Yes, I think they did, Louise. They played Art Gillen Castle is right. Fantastic they are. While on the music theme, if you're a music fan, then here at LMFM, we have a great treat in store for you with a new series called LMFM's Saturday Sets. Saturday Sets brings top music talent to you on our Facebook page, starting this weekend with one of the country's favourite live acts, the four of us. The lads will be playing some of their biggest songs from the last 30 years. That's Saturday Sets with the four of us, live this Saturday from 9 o'clock on our LMFM Facebook page. Be sure to tune in. You're in for a treat for sure. Now, the messages keep coming about the cereal toys, the little gifts, the trinkets that came in the cereal boxes many moons ago. Hi, Jerry. This is Geraldine. I don't know what these uh, little bears are. Uh, I, sorry, let me read that again. Jerry, I don't know what cereal these little bears came from, says Geraldine. Bears and cereals? Um, well, I'm sure it was from some of the popular ones. Um I still have an atlas from 1988, says Helen Howard. Uh, my daughter Jenny got it from Weedabix. She saved the tokens. And another listener, no name, says, didn't have cereal when I was a child, but I did collect coupons from the Weedabix box when my children were small and sent them away. That's another one. For an atlas, it must be near 40 years old and we still use it. Isn't that great to hear? I made villages cut out houses uh, and also a cornflakes van. Love doing these for my children. Lots of enjoyment. Simple enjoyment, whoever you are. Thanks for your message. And there's someone like our Louise. I think it was 1985. I had a tape with Howard Jones on it. Would that would Howard Jones have been one of those? Yeah, he was on one of the other tapes. tapes as well. They just keep coming Mm. to us. Tony the Tiger hologram in Frosties. Oh, I had one of them. Had you? I didn't really. I couldn't remember where it was from. Yeah. Yeah. Listener says uh, they were great, Jerry. Honey nut loops, light up batches. You got them with the tokens, Jerry. Thank you indeed for that message today. I don't think you can get honey loops anymore, can you? Mm, 
Can you? I don't know. Seen them. Uh, the Frosties. We mentioned the Frosties a while ago. Simpson squirting rings. Little ring you put in your finger and they squirted. <laughs> Do you remember those now? There's one. Yes, I think I remember those as well. And the Cocoa Pops animal stickers. Stickers were a big thing, weren't yeah. they? You get mm. the stickers I- inside. Or football the st- cards, were they a thing? Uh, they probably were. I can't really remember. We bought the cards, you know, in the little packets with the mm. chewing gum in them. Yeah. Um, I think even earlier than that. I don't know. I just remember something. There was a big, like, World Cup or something and they had something They to had do them with as that. well. Do know. you know, I think it goes back. Kellogg's began this in the air, 1909 or something was the first time they uh, came up with a little it's gift. A in marketing the marketing Yeah, it was very, very clever. I actually know people in recent years that saved, you could save so many coupons and you sent it away and you got a free pass if, say, if you booked two tickets to Alton Towers or any of the UK theme parks. Yes. You get You get one person in free. I see. So there's always things going on. And even on that Weedabix box you gave me, look there, I have beside me uh, the Euros. Hold on, when I see what's on it, just give me a second. I reach back here. Apologies. Um, your chance to win epic football prize. We're giving away training sessions, tickets to international matches, signed shirts and much more on your Weedabix. There you go. That's on the Weedabix even at the moment as we speak. So they're still using those, you know, the vouchers, mm. the giveaways, the competitions. But- I think the difference is years ago when you were eating your breakfast you used to read the back of the packets Mm. but now you just go on your phone. A lot of people just go on their phone don't they? Yes they do but the simplicity I come back to it again the joy the simplicity when we hadn't a lot we had no internet no connectivity you're right we had nothing there was no uh, no or, no spare money at all or you if know? you weren't talking to somebody you just put the box in between it <laughs> yes <laughs> pretend you're reading the back yes, of it yes yes <laughs> indeed a barrier on the breakfast table if there was a little tiff going on between brothers and sisters and sisters and sisters brothers and brothers I know exactly what you're talking about just want to mention uh, something else before we head to our next break and then into a motoring feature with Tony Conlon focusing on Skoda today Solo at Home is a superb initiative by the Dread Arts Centre and ourselves here in LMFM Radio, may I say. It brings together a diverse range of brilliant Irish artists performing from the intimacy of their own homes. And the fifth episode is available to watch now, featuring Nigerian-Irish performer, poet, the go-go heart, Neve Regan, Thomas Walsh and Roisin Ward Morrow. Grab a cup of tea or coffee and head over to Dread Arts Centre's YouTube channel and enjoy this week's episode. Vroom vroom, it's motoring next. Time to hit the road on late lunch this afternoon. No, we're not going anywhere. Yes, it's time for our monthly motoring feature. In a moment, we'll be talking to uh, the man from Skoda, Ireland, Ray Leddy. But first, let's say hello to Tony Conlon. Hello again, Tony. How are you, Ray? How are you, Ray? How are you, Jerry? <laughs> You're all right, Tony. As we said, we'll have oh, Ray with us yeah. in a minute. Anyway, Tony, you are, uh, and we're all talking about the uh, Skoda this afternoon. This new first ever electric SUV, I was just looking at you in social media in recent days. You're mightily impressed. Yeah, uh, mightily impressed because it's a very substantial car, SUV as such. The range is the big thing. There's two options. There's a 60 version and an 80. And uh, in the real world stuff, they're talking about maybe 412 kilometres for the 60 version, right up to 535. But look, if you're going to get over the 400, you're doing extremely well here in all these cases. That, that would impress anyone. Then again, of course, the standard of finish, the way Skoda have come on, really impresses, as has the prices. Now, we won't slide back on that one either, but... but it is justified in so far that the equipment levels and the build quality 
is absolutely excellent. Mm. So Very. it's the Enyaq IV is the name of this new model, the first ever electric SUV in the Skoda stable. And Tony, besides that range, because I know it's always a factor, the range, the range with electric. What about the car itself? Just to context it for listeners, in comparison to other SUVs, big or small or what? Well, I, I, I think it's not too far away from the size of the Kodiak, mm. which is a pretty substantial SUV as such. Uh, it's it's up there, like, almost at that level. is 560-something litre boot in it, real big boot. The seats will fold. Uh, an awful lot of equipment. Now, the model I drove had the conven- convenience pack and a lounge interior, and I had a panoramic sunroof, which cost just over €1,000, and I had 20-inch allies instead of 19-inch, and I even had a trailer hitch preparation on it. And all that brought it up to, uh, with the grants now, to 55000 But prices start just over thirty-seven, mm. four six five, And then you can build it and dress it the way you want. But even in base form, Jerry, it's very well equipped, you know. But there's other stories attached Yes. This event, and we want to get a ray to other than the Enya because there's some very interesting reading some of the stats that Skoda have produced. Yeah, let's and bring him. Let's bring yeah. him into the conversation. He's waiting there with us. He's Ray Leddy, and he's head of marketing and product with Skoda Ireland. Ray, nice to talk to you again. Good afternoon, Jerry. How are you, Tony? Uh, good uh, to have you with us on our motoring feature. Talking about this car, there are a few things intrigue me as well. Um, the, the range is enormous in it, in both of them. 412 kilometres or 535. So then people are thinking, what about charging? What about this uh, wall unit that goes with this that you have at home? What difference does that make than just, say, uh, plugging directly, Ray, into the mains? Yeah, you're, you're looking... Uh, if you're going to get, get an EV, you really need to get a wall box for the car as well. If you consider that, if you have just a three-pin plug... It'll probably take about 30 hours to charge an ENIAC. Yeah. Um, from zero to 100%. But that 30 hours, that's not really going to work for somebody who wants to be ready in the morning. Mm. Time to, 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 to commute to Dublin. So, what you really need is a wall box. And if, if you get a wall box, that'll bring it down to, let's say, to about 13 hours. But you're seldom going to be operating from 0%, flat battery to 100%. Yes. Most people will, will, if they're commuting, they're doing 50 or 60 or 100 kilometres a day max, is what they're doing. But they'll very seldom be fully discharged in the battery. Yeah. So we believe 90% of the charging will be done at home. Mm. So a lot of people might get caught up about travelling and, and, and maybe if they're travelling further afield, that they get caught out. But most of the charging will be done at home. 90% yeah. of the charging will be done at home at the person's um, uh, home place. Yes, and it's saying that your publicity says that it's eight times faster than a regular plug socket, that it can actually go from 0 to 100% in just six hours and 15 minutes. That, that's that's on the on the small that's on an ENIAC sixty. Yes, that's correct. The, 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 the ENIAC eighty is a bigger battery. Yeah, okay, okay. Longer, but on, on, the, on the smaller version, yes, that's correct. That's a that's a hell of a it's, a it's eight times quicker than if you went into the mains. And the other thing is, you know, you mentioned about home charging. Absolutely right. You want to be ready if you're commuting the next day. But what about you know when you're on the road or you're away? Tell me about this power pass that you've launched. Yeah, we, we, when, you, when you purchase an ENIAC, and if you're out on the road away from home, uh, there's many options of how to charge. There's the ESB network, which is the biggest network. There's about 1,600 chargers nationwide. But you've also got these other fast chargers uh, from Ionity. Uh, Ionity, uh, the nearest one, let's say the Drada, for example, is, is beside the City North Hotel. 
at the Circle K garage there, and they're the super fast chargers. They can uh, can charge the ANAC very, very quickly. But this all costs money, and you don't want to be going around like Paul Daniels with, with three or four different types of cards for different suppliers. Mm. So what we've done is we've, we've combined uh, uh, the various charging options on one card that we call PowerPass. So the customer can go onto the app, uh, register their, ca- their, their vehicle and their credit card details, and they get the PowerPass card, which, which allows them to, to, to use uh, to charge their ENIAC at many of these uh, charging points across the country, and indeed across Europe. Okay, it identifies them for you, it books you in, and, and uh, the Ionity is the one you were talking about there, that are really, really fast chargers. Yeah. Tony, just to come back to you for a moment, yeah. when you, we talk about, and we've spoken in the past a number of times about Skoda as well, and you look at the range from Fabia, Carox, Superb, Octavia, Octavia, and the Kodiak you mentioned, and, and, and others besides, and versions of them. This mark has come such a long way, and it's going places. Ah, yeah, you can really say that, sir. Uh We've been there from Lord Galway Head from the first time we went to the Czech Republic to see the Octavia, and like you can see where it's going from there. I, I think I think like other than the, the, the Enya being a, a beautiful electric vehicle, it, does, it doesn't shout out at you. Hey, look, I'm electric. I'm weird looking. You know, I have, I have this shape of a bonnet on it and different. It's a it's a pretty it's a very much modern vehicle car, and yet it, it's a. It's, it can relate to other models that have different power plants too, like if you know what I mean. It's not, it doesn't stand out as a weirdo. Let's, let's just put it that way. Mm. But the other interesting thing I just love to throw uh, at Ray, Jerry, if you don't mind, besides the first, this first introduction of the electric vehicle and the, the standard of equipment to have with us and the two versions they bring in and the different charging systems and their own charger, it's very interesting to see the stats that their diesel sales have increased by 580 vehicles in comparison to last year. And I just want to ask, Ray, what's the secret there, Ray? Is it because other companies are not making diesel anymore and you are getting a whole lot of new clientele in? Um, I'd love to tell you the secret, um, Tony. Uh, I suppose, first of all, we, offer, we also offer hybrids and we also offer plug-in hybrids um, in a range. We have an Octavian, a superb boat-in plug-in hybrid that is available as well. But what we find is that the customers out there trust diesel. Um, they've driven diesel for years. They understand that our diesel are very clean and efficient, and they trust them. And, and that's why they keep coming back. So, uh, and that, that's the only thing I can really say on the diesel. That, 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 and indeed, the petrol sales are going very well also. Um, but if there is customers yeah, that, 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 that don't, if they, if they don't, they, for whatever reason, they decide they don't want a diesel petrol, we do have the plug-in hybrids, we do have uh, mild hybrids, and we do now, of course, have the electric cars as well. So we have an option for all customers out there, no matter what powertrain they're looking for. Well, look, uh, Jerry, an awful lot of companies are saying 2030 is the... Uh, I know this program is about the electric engine and that, but mm. 2030 is the end. And for our listeners, we need to try and get an EA or two. 2030 could be the end of the debt and there'll be headstones going up all over the country with diesel cars being buried or whatever else. But but is it, Ray? Is it? When do you, when do you foresee... The end of diesel. Well, 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 when, when the end of diesel, it's very hard to predict, Tony. Um, if, you, if you thought three or four years ago we'd be even having this conversation, you would have said no. And now we're gone from in the last four years to nearly six percent of the market being electric cars. So there's no doubt the electric cars are coming very quickly. When we look at our plans for electric vehicles, we've we've another electric car coming out next year based on the Enyaq as well. So. These these vehicles are coming on stream very very fast. Um, nice. So is it twenty thirty? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. 
Um, a lot of countries are saying 2030. Um, for, I, I think at that stage we'll all be coming accustomed to electric vehicles. Mm. If they are getting very popular very fast. The barriers, the barriers for people, let's say, purchasing electric vehicles is always a range. And that's been addressed very quickly, as you can see, with the ANAC with a range of up to 525 kilometres. So it is coming up there and being able to match, let's say, the diesel and petrol cars. And I think over the next number of years, that can get better. Can I ask you, go on, Tony, just I'll, I'll let you in a second, just in terms of Skoda and people moving, you know, people become loyal to uh, makes and brands of cars and dealers over the years. Um, ha- have you seen in Skoda, you know, where you're st- you did, as Tony says, you started off trying to break in and look what you have now, you could be in third place, they think, next year uh, as regards top selling marks in this country. It's some achievement. Do people like, you know, when they come to you, do you find that they're staying loyal with you too once they drive a Skoda for the first time, Ray? Uh, uh, for, for ourselves, yes. Um, they, they generally stay loyal, but we're fine also with Conquest. Like we've we've now, let's say, uh, as of the last month, we've had 9% of the market, mm. um, which is our, our biggest market share ever. And that has come from... from keeping our current customers but also winning new ones Right, and that's what we've been doing over the last number of years it's been a, a, a kind of a slow and steady build over the last number of years and we're in fourth position now and it's not impossible to think we could slip into third position in the market next mm, year mm. and, and is that to do with the range we mentioned there and again what you're talking about that migration to hybrid onto electric what you're offering it, 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 there's a couple of reasons for that we've, we've been great dealers around the country Country, especially in the northeast. If you look at, um, let's say, we have Door Motors, Brady's in, in Cavan Town. We have Western Motors in Drogheda here, of course. And with great dealers, which, which, which are a huge part of it. The product is getting better and better every year. We've also got great finance offers, which makes it very affordable, but to buy, buy a Skoda as well. Financing 0% is very hard beaten. So it, it, it's, it's not just one factor. Mm. It's a number of things that contribute to his success. Mm. Tony, final word before we finish to yourself. Yeah, well, look, I, I, I've admiration to the point that I'm glad the Skoda didn't go like a Formula One car in the beginning but when this electricity stuff started. I remember driving the trim to Trotter and back in an electric car a number of years ago and you could take, I could take the shirt off me and wring the sweat out with, with anxiety. I thought I'd never get home. But now, it's beautiful to see the Skoda have ways. They've done the research develop the med and it's uh, it is smashed in my right way it's not too far away from the Kodiak size wise in price wise if you're looking at the size the Kodiak starts at 38,900 on the road the Enyaq is slightly cheaper at 37,465 so you're looking at just just over 1,500 cheaper for the Enyaq now saying that the Kodiak is a bigger car it has a bigger boost and it does a 70 just one last thing to both of you just see Gabby's been on to us there to say why are electric cars so much more expensive to buy Ray it's like any new technology when it comes out first there's development costs involved in it the battery development is a new thing there there's huge demand from all over the world for battery materials so the costs are quite high initially I expect over the next number of years uh, the prices to probably stabilise a little bit better as the, the production improves. Um, so it's like any new technology. When, it, when, it, when a phone comes out first, it's always expensive. Or a new mm. TV. I remember flat screen TVs and they came out originally they were crazy money and they're very affordable now. So I like to think over the next number of years that the electric vehicles will stabilise. 
Great stuff, boys. We'll leave it there today. Uh, Tony uh, Conlon. Can I, sorry, Jerry, could, could I, yeah. could I just wish my, my father is 66 today, Eamon Lady from Delique. If I just wish him a very happy birthday. Oh, lovely. The family, so. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, we'll dedicate a song to him in a moment. Eamon Lady, happy birthday to you. Anyway, for the time being, until next time, Tony Condon, as usual, thank you so much. And Ray Lady, Head of Marketing and Product at Skoda Ireland, thanks for joining me on the show. Thank you. Yeah, I think I'm going to have another bowl, Louise, of of the wheat mix. You haven't stopped eating since you started. Oh, I'm having another bowl. One. I'm having another bowl <laughs> now at News at Three. That's for sure. I've absolutely loved it. I really have. I'm onto something new. Uh, wheat mix and custard. Wheat ard. Is that what we'd call it? <laughs> <laughs> we combined the two new names. There's something that came up last year now, and it's just come to us. Giles' key area of Dundalk. There's a buzzard nesting there, and she ain't happy, and he ain't happy when people are around. The Ravensdale Community Alert Group uh, says the board have attacked some local people this morning, swooping and drawing blood from a person's head and a second person was also attacked in recent days so Giles Key buzzards keep out of their way that's the message on late lunch today um, we have got more messages didn't we about the series go on go on go no on I was just saying that happened to two people this time last yes, year near RD yes we talked they were out running as well it was on a road Cullen to RD or um, somewhere like that the they were on a road as well. it's a similar thing it was to do with nesting was it was nesting and young birds listen they don't understand about us they were on this planet before we ever were you know that's the bottom line here They we shared this place with them we think we own the fucking place and didn't we don't worry <laughs> ourselves as visitors for a short time but anyway just keep clear of them we have to come back to the buzzards on the show for sure uh, the miniature dogs were in the cereal boxes in the 60s and they had cut out zoo animals on the back of the box to join up and make into the shape which was fun to do Jerry eat a chopped banana with your Weetabix with plenty of milk don't delay or you lose the crunch you see that's the thing about the custard you don't lose the crunch you understand? It doesn't sink in. No, that's the great thing about it. I'm onto something big here. <laughs> I think I'm going to look for a patent this evening. I feel Dragon's Den coming on as well. Jerry, I have three bowls now: Kellogg's Corn Flakes, Rice Krispies, and Special K. Uh, I lost a few as well through the years. Says Vera. Nice to hear from you, Vera. Jerry, I have a Weedabix seventieth anniversary bowl. Says Lena Heffernan. Seventieth. Uh, what year that was? Wow, that's a while ago, isn't it, as well? Oh, you're so good. By God, we've stored the hornet's nest <laughs> with the uh, with the cereals this afternoon, for sure, on the show. Pat Nugent called in to say it's a related one. That back, he remembers back in his youth, if you bought a bottle of Lucasade, under each bottle cap there was a letter. And when you collected the word Lucasade, all of the letters, you would send them in and you'd get a free hurley stick. Well. <laughs> oh. I love it, Pat. That's really nice. That was a good prize. That is a good prize. It certainly is for free. A good prize. I wonder how many people bought the, you know, bought the cereal box for the gift or whatever, but hated the cereal. Be a bit like you with the Weetabix. You kind of left the Weetabix to the side. You could always feed the birds. Could you? Birds love the series. I'll tell you, you wouldn't be feeding birds. Badgering our, your parents you to get it. You wouldn't be feeding birds in our day. We were the birds at the table. We mm. needed the food. Are you joking me? Wasn't it picking us? Not to pick. And, and you know, back then, I, when I think of cereals, there were no sugar-coated cereals then. You know, 
They were no frosties, no rice Yeah, yeah. And that day, and cornflakes and Weetabix and things like that, porridge and stuff like that. Then the the cover with the sugar started, and the, well, just look round you when you're walking down your street today, and you'll see the result in young people and older people. I couldn't eat cereal without sugar. What? I couldn't eat cereal without sugar. Oh, Louise. No, I couldn't. I'd be like you with Weetabix. I, I, Put any cereal I will eat, but not without sugar. And here am I lecturing people and me <laughs> having custard with the Weetabix. What a hypocrite you are, Kelly. What a hypocrite you are. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. So today is a big day. Who did we say for Ray Leddy's dad, Eamon? Amen. We wish him a happy birthday. And Mary O'Neill from Drum Conrad. It's our big day today. Lots of love from your mother hen and all the badminton chicks. This is for you. Happy birthday one and all as we head to news, weather and sport at three. It's pink. The best music mix around. Stephen's been on to say, Jerry, someone has come up with this idea to ban parking on beaches. People have been parking on beaches since the car came in. And somebody decides they don't want it anymore. I totally disagree. I think it's wrong. They should go get a life, says Stephen in Dundalk this afternoon. Nice to hear from you, Stephen. Thanks for sending us in the message. Glad to read it. Uh, you know, there's pros and cons there on both sides of this. But uh, anyway, that's um, the way of the world at the moment. Uh, Maria Manning. Yes, Maria Manning. Have a listen to this, Maria Manning. Come on, let's hear it again. The door. Walk out the door, yes. Walk out the door is right. Maria Manning, that's why I mentioned your name. It's you today. Yes, you're in the hat on Friday for the €500 Euro voucher from House Proud Furniture, Northlink Retail Park in Dundalk. They've got it all there. Occasional furniture, stylish lamps, stunning rugs, mirrors and more besides. They're open seven days a week, 9.30 to 6, Monday to Saturday, 1 to 6 on Sundays. And they will look after you, I promise. 20 thousand square foot of showroom there with everything for the home furniture and accessories give them a shout they look after you i promise you anyway you're in the hat for friday's draw maria manning you're one of five now and we'll have another opportunity to play musical chairs and get into that hat on friday on late lunch tomorrow afternoon my artists of the week well everything changes for take that in 1993 with the album of the same name six top 10 singles from that album and four consecutive uk number ones incredible they were now international stars yes certainly in europe and asia america was a little bit more difficult for them and in fact they didn't undertake a first world tour until 1995. At that stage, they also released their third studio album called Nobody Else, which included their biggest hit single, Back For Good. All appeared to be hunky-dory, but behind the scenes, wild child Robbie Williams is increasing dependence and dabbling with drugs was causing havoc and in June 95 it came to a head he was given an ultimatum by the other four boys to shape up or ship out and of course Robbie decided out it was but it didn't stop the remaining four from enjoying continued success in the charts and on tour Never Forget was another chart biggie from that album I mentioned a moment ago and a fourth album was in the pipeline however In February 1996, it was announced 
take that would disband. Millions of fans around the world were distraught, but there was always songs like this one to keep them alive in hearts and minds. I guess now it's time for me to give up that you came back for good. My artist of the week, take that and back for good on your late lunch this Tuesday afternoon. I simply love that song. I really, really do. It was their one big, big hit in the USA, making the top 10 over there have to say, Gary Barlow, he's an absolute genius. He really is. The songs he wrote, he's a brilliant, brilliant guy. And actually, I was watching him recently on one of the first concerts back. It was uh, shown on BBC with a, a number of guests and they sang covers of a range of songs with some of the artists who'd written them as well. And it was marvellous concert. They were all social distance and there was no audience, but they they did a great job in it, I have to say. But uh, Barlow, one of the greatest. And more about Take That. Yes, they uh, broke up, of course, as I mentioned there in February 1996. But it wasn't the end for Take That. And it's not the end of them on Late Lunch either, because I continue their story in words and song on Late Lunch around about this time tomorrow afternoon. Final break of the day coming up on the show. And afterwards, it's time for Burke's Banter. Sinead Burke is a keen observer of life and she brings us her observations regularly in Burke's banter. So what has the cat's birthday to do with the leaving cert? It's the cat's birthday this weekend. Of course, we're all pretending that we've forgotten, so he'll be really surprised on the big day. Preparations for the festivities are in the clammy but enthusiastic hands of both Burke offspring. There has been much furtive feline-related discussion between the two of them. Would the cat like breakfast in bed? Where will we hide the presents? Will Mammy give us the money to buy things? You ask. No, you ask. That's not fair. I asked the last time. All the plotting and the planning has been kept to whispered tones in case the cat overhears. Mr Burke and I have only recently been made privy to the details of this special event as during some of the early preparations we let ourselves down by laughing and it was thought we weren't taking it seriously enough. Obviously, due to Covid restrictions, it will be kept to a small family do. We've assured the kids people will understand. I'm going along with this because in five years' time, my eldest child will be doing his leaving cert and his younger sister will be doing her junior cert. June 2026 might just be the perfect time for me to finally walk the Camino. Alone. Slowly. Very slowly. As a nation, we do take education very seriously. The media coverage state exams generate here would be unheard of in other countries. Special educational supplements in newspapers just doesn't happen anywhere else. In fact, truth be told, we tune into the scholastic schedule with a dedication that few of our students actually apply to their studies. August brings the annual panic around school places, seats available on buses and student accommodation. September is about the giving out of Susie Grants. On to Easter and Ingrid Miley has the legs ran offer, reporting from the teachers' conferences. Every man, woman and child has an opinion on benchmarking and a stressed Minister for Education will appear on prime time, looking for all the world as if none of their poets came up and they sorely regretted taking the honours maths paper. 
There will be some small scandal about how the mocks were corrected and how many times the CAO website has crashed. And then it's showtime. June comes with the big event. Candles are lit, fish sales go up, and in households across the land, parents hold their breath as a child is sent out to compete what is essentially a test on how much they can remember from the last five years. God love them. If the Hunger Games franchise ever decides to make an Irish-based reboot, they'd do well to take a look at our own national rite of passage for 18-year-olds. Instead of being hunted to death, losing combatants would be forced to live a life of eternal disappointment in their mother's eyes because they didn't get the same points as their cousin and she'll never be able to put a graduation photograph on the mantelpiece. All of us who have survived this test of hand-to-hand combat with Seamus Heaney know the Leaving Cert is not the be-all and end-all. A good result can certainly open the door to opportunities. However, it's not the only path to success. And getting on the front page of the Irish Times with your 600 points is a hell of a job, but not a guarantee that everything's going to be smooth running for you. In the 20-odd years since I sat down to English Paper 1, the world has changed at a powerful rate. At that time, no one I knew had an email address. And changemakers, bloggers, influencers or disruptors sounded like feral tribes you would find in a rolled out story. Preparing for the Leaving Cert has always been an anxious time. Covid has presented additional stresses and challenges. We never thought we would live in times like this. However, I can't help thinking the resilience and agility this class has shown through the crisis will stand them in good stead. They are soon to be deployed into a world which will be as uncertain and challenging as it will be exciting. The future brings new opportunities, new threats, new priorities and will require new strengths. To be honest, by getting through the last year or so, the class of 2021 have already shown they have everything they need in their arsenal to get on. They will all be fine. Some might even invent a cat-friendly birthday cake because I'm actually looking for one at the moment. Indeed, and she is. So if you can help, Sinead Barker of LMFM Radio, it is so true. It's a marker, a point in time in life, but there's so much more. Brilliant, Sinead. Thank you indeed. We look forward to more of your banter on Late Lunch over the coming weeks. Sinead, uh, what was it to say? Louise, uh, I am... And the del- other one. Uh, the other one, sorry. <laughs> Louise, uh, delighted with today. I really am delighted with my Weetabix and custard combination. Uh, I'm thrilled. I've so enjoyed it. And I'm onto something for sure here. It's the way, the only way to eat Weetabix. It doesn't get soggy. You don't infuse it with milk. It has that crunch. You know what I'm talking about? The crunch combined with the little sweetness of the custard. And you know what I'm sitting here thinking? I'm in big trouble. You know why? Why? You know what I'm heading after the show? No. To the dental hygienist. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no. Why have I decided to get this done? The dental hygienist. Have you ever been? Yeah. Yeah. Have you to get loads of injections? No, they don't give an injection. They just they dig in, and uh, there's bits flying everywhere, and blood, and you name it. And ah! bring your custard and your and your Weetabix, and have have some after it. You know what I'm thinking? All the Weetabix are stuck in between the teeth and everything. Now that's the first job. Am I a masochist going? I'll have to warn her today. Go easy on me, please. Go easy. Anyway, my um, 
my daughter said to me, rather you than me, Dad. Anyway, that's where I'm for next after the show. So anyway, today, folks, give it a go. Weetabix and custard. Give yes. any concoction a go with Weetabix. What else would you think you'd have a, a shot I think with you it? should try <laughs> mayonnaise and tomato slices. With Weetabix? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Stop there. You've done enough. You've, you've you've won. You've you, you know today you're on a winner. You brought it in. Yeah, I never expected it. Thank you so much, and I've enjoyed it so much. So we're top of the pops. But food combinations. Let's think about that one. That is certainly one to stick in our pipes and smoke for the future. Anyway, tomorrow on late lunch, life experience brings wisdom, doesn't it, Louise? They mm-hmm. they are true words. I hope. A, yeah. Well, it should it should. Well, tomorrow we're going to hear a selection of life experiences from people who've lived long lives and I'm so looking forward to chatting about it on the show. Sue Ryder is with us. She's famous. She's a famous cleaner isn't she? And she believes we've lost the, is it the we, knack? We don't know how to, we don't know how how to, to clean. clean properly. Anyway, Sue is going to put us right, to, uh, right tomorrow and Darren McGowan is here as well talking about IT skills for all ages and more besides your competition yes, my artist of the week so late lunch back tomorrow here on LMFM Radio with you in tow please from 1.30 have a lovely evening Paul McKenna is coming next with The Drive we'll see you for midweek late lunch on Wednesday I'm away before I go to the hygienist for another bowl (laughs) yes I have to have one more one more bowl of Weedabix and custard yummy see you tomorrow The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan. We have the biggest range of light commercials in the Northeast with same-day business finance. So let our van specialist, Danny, find the commercial vehicle to suit your requirements. See blackstonemotors.ie Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget? Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.